Blog Talk Radio.
foolishness that's going on in the world today. There is hope for tomorrow. Not only for tomorrow, but for every day that comes forth from today. When we come to recognize charge only if we choose to be in charge. Welcome, family and friends. This is your host, King Obadele, the Oracle, also known as King Beasdale, here with you tonight. We have our beautiful, lovely co-host, Arlene Kahet. Arlene, if you would open your line and say hello to our family. Thanks. Good evening, family. Good evening, how Arlene. Doing? How are you? I'm excellent. How are uh, you? I am I am blessed by the best and knowing the stuff that's going on in the world today. I decided that I was going to bring up this thieves in the temple aspect because something's wrong. And we know this song is talking about thieves in the temple. It talks about the element of love saving us. It talks about the thieves that want to just hurt you. That's what they're there to do. But, you know, the thing that really surprises me most is that the thieves are meant to cause harm. So who let them into the temple, and where are the guardians to protect the temple from the thieves? Do you you feel where I'm coming from, Arlene? Yeah, I feel where you're coming from, and and I didn't respond because I figured that that was a rhetorical question. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you very much. (laughs) So, with that being said, I hope that I'm coming in pretty clear. I've, I've got a fan in my background, and I hope that's not interrupting the my my voice as it comes through the air wave. How we well, we can, so uh, uh, I, we can hear you clearly. We can actually hear the uh, fan in the background too. Okay. All right. This is live television. Oh, I'm sorry. This is the radio. <laughs> <My bad. laughs> you're, okay. you're projecting into the future, are you now? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Well, with this with this being said, what what we're looking at is we're looking at a a deep concept here. Thieves in the temple. When I bring this up, what I'm looking at is our mind, because there's five, I detect five different locations of which should be considered temple, should be considered sacred areas. And they have become infiltrated by spies, thieves, and corruption. We see this throughout the activity of the world today and the craziness that's going on. And the only way to protect from this 
is to have had the guardians come forth. There are some of us who are guardians in order to do so. And then on top of that, there are the guardian angels and the ancestors, of which we have been not giving respect and honor to as we should, especially as an African people coming from a culture that is so deeply steeped in spirituality. And those temples are the mind. And we certain aspects of the body because people often say it's the mind, body, and the spirit. But there's three aspects of the body. There is the body physical, there is the body emotional, and there is the body mental. And all three of these bodies need to work correspondingly with one another as a balanced entity to have the strength and power to overcome any and every opposition. And then there is, of course, the institution, whether it be a mosque, a cathedral, a traditional church. Any place of worship. And when we think of these five ingredients, each place is a place in which God should dwell. And when I speak of God, I speak of the creator of all existence. I speak of the energy that has created all energy and the manifestation of all that is, was, and is come. I speak of the one who goes by many names. So, as we enter into this space, we're going to enter into this space of prayer. At this time, I feel that it, it is a required aspect. So allow me to pray, and then we're going to follow that up with a kind of a cola prayer, which is a prayer for my understanding that is actually from the Aramaic translation. Let's rephrase that. The Aramaic, Aramaic language of which the ancient texts from which many of us are most familiar come from. Am I saying that correctly, Helen? Uh, yes, it is. And it's a prayer that is known for miraculous healing. Thank you. And I appreciate that. And um, just to touch base on the healing aspect of things, we have just had a healing gathering here in Baltimore this past Sunday on Father's Day, of which we had a call and response some drumming and calling forth the energies of creation and love and forgiveness to come into our communities collectively because of the pain and suffering that people have experienced because of the ignorance, if one may say, 
of those who held the title of father but did not know what to do with it, who held the position of father and did not honor the truth of its origin and the love that it should express. And a lot of people are feeling pain behind that. There's a lot of wounds and a lot of people in, in our community because of that. And a lot of people need feelings in order to have us as a collective body evolve to the next level of conscious awareness. So let us center ourselves and take a deep cleansing breath. And release. Understand when you take a breath, when you take a breath and you hold it to the count of eight, you hold it to a point of vibration. And then you release. And that adds to the atmospheric energies around you and around those who are in this realm of existence. So let us do it again. Taking the deep cleansing breath, holding them to the count of vibration, count of eight. And release. And one more again. One more time. Taking that deep cleansing breath which we are asking for the vibration of love to enter into us. And as we expel the air which we breathe, we are getting rid of all of the toxins and the things that we don't need so that we can move forward as healers and light workers in this planet on which we live. So one more again, take a deep breath. Our power lies. 
how power manifests in the manifestation of the creation of the future is in our now. We come with humble hearts, opening up to a point of obedience and sacrifice. And the knowing that there is no greater power than the power of love which you project upon us and in us. You have given us the opportunity to move forward into this life's existence. And we are grateful. Knowing that not every seed that is planted in the womb of a woman is granted the opportunity for fertilization. We stand in humble gratitude for the knowing that you have allowed us to come forth and make manifest the changes and the transformation that is needed in this world. Today we ask for the courage and the stamina, the confidence and the faith of knowing that you are there with us, you are there in us, you are, and we are, and we are one. As we call forth the I am that is all in all, through all, as all, we ask for the transformation of our conscious mind to be cleansed and purified, that every human created thought, every human created aspect of weakness, of unworthiness, be transformed into the manifest energy of that which will bring unto us the gifts of love to share and to give and to forgive as we continue to move forward in the power of love that you have granted us to receive, that you have granted us to utilize that you have granted us to share in a manner that has never happened before. Many of us come knowing that there are scars and discomfort in our ethereal being, our emotional being, of which we know only through you can be healed. We enter into a world of people, places, and things that also have wounds of the past that need your healing to be made manifest. Take us into that space, that place of holiness that allows us to be the emissaries of love, that allows us to be the transformative and the active energy that is made in your image to bring transformation and healing, love and forgiveness in all the gifts of the Spirit which has allowed us every breath that we take. Call upon the love of those who have gone before us 
for energy does not dissipate, but only recreates another time and space. Those of whom we are connected with through our bloodline, through the energy of the spirit, of whom has shared love with us, who has given us love, and of whom we have shared love with. Knowing that energy does not dissipate, but only recreates another time and space, we ask to be reconnected in a manner that brings transformation that is true and strong and powerful. For our ancestors prayed for us, and it is now time that we pray for them. We pray also for our cities, our elected officials, that they are guided in a special manner, that the angels of the Most High are dispatched in a manner that is most required for transformation in our cities of our people to stand up and take courage in knowing that then the power of it all we are more than conquerors. We ask that in this series, thieves and in the temple, we have the wisdom, the knowledge that comes from you, the divine insight that opens the doors of a higher level of consciousness to come to better understand that our responsibilities are great and you have given us the power to step into that authority to do what is required. Because as we look around us and as we listen to the news, it is disheartening to see the violence that occurs, but we have the victory because you have already claimed it as such. Now allow us to receive that thing as our own and grant us all that is required to have the weaponry that is needed in the physical as well as the spiritual realms as our ancestors await our call as the angels of the Lord of hosts await our instructions, our supplications. So that we are one of which those who choose not will look upon us and say, wow, they do serve a God that is great. For the I am is true. The I am is real. The I am is eternal and forevermore. And we ask if there is anything omitted out of our prayer that thou shalt reach inside of us and capture it each and every one of us, each and every one who listens to this voice 
that it was bring that which is the all in which we need to hold fast and hold true to the love of our heart strength and our fellow brothers and sisters who lead us to stand in the gap. So capture that which may not have been mentioned here as we ask for healing across the land. For it is in the scripture that you say that my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and seek my faith and turn from their wicked faiths and pray. Then I will heal from heaven and will heal the land. And in this we say, I say, Amen. Amen. And so it is. Now we shall have the end of the call of prayer.
there can be all the power that is needed in order to conquer every situation. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Yet when we look, we see that there is a resurgence of a hatred that's going on. There's people who have been recorded who says that now my president is in there now and, you know, you need to go back where you came from. Oh, the venom that is resurfacing is unbecoming of a love that should be made manifest amongst all people at all times. So we wonder what the hell is going on. Uh, Love, if you're there, love, if you're there, come and save me from all this cold despair. I can hang when you're around, but I'll surely die if you're not there. Oh, man. You know, I believe Prince was a voice in the wilderness. And so many of our other artists fall in that same category. Marvin Gaye, Stevie Wonder, Michael Jackson. They have messages that have come out to teach us if we would just listen to what they have to say. Arlene, if you would be so kind as to cue up the Marvin Gaye cut, I think it's the one that speaks of the artist pays the price. I think that one is called Life is for Learning. I'm not, I don't have the board in front of me, so I I'm kind of walking by faith and not by sight. <laughs> no worries. I got it for you. I appreciate it. Thank you.
Now, I will tell you something about that song. I, I always think it's fascinating when he says that the devil will create hot sauce for hot sauce for sinners. <laughs> I just find it I just find that an interesting uh play on words. It's some real stuff though, you know. And when we actually look and listen with the mind mm-hmm. of the infinite intelligence we will pick up on things that we never picked up on before. You know, several times we've actually talked with our friends and we listened to songs that seemed like it really had a really cool beat. And in our maturity, we come to discover that the songs actually had a serious meaning that really reconstructs our way of thinking. You know, one of the things I like to say is that you know that some songs can corrupt your soul to dust. Yeah, um, there is one song by uh, Prince, and it, it's a very, very, like, obscure, um, very obscure song. In fact, you can't find it anywhere um, that that talks about that very same thing. You know, it would be great. I was asking if we could actually get that in our library, and I think you shared it with me. Um, and no, um, I, I got it. It's not there yet, right? No, it's there. It is? Yeah, it's there. The, the day you it asked is. was the day that I made it happen. Hmm. Let's, uh, let's, go, let's go for it. What you think? Okay. We can do that. Now, this is the one where he actually has conversation before he begins the song, right? Yes, yes. Okay. But, uh, yeah, but, uh, ladies and gentlemen, just go ahead and pay attention to the words because um, let's just say that this may be a reconfirmation of something that you already know. And the name of the song is called One Song. And One Song is actually actually what universe means. Uni is actually one, and verse is actually translated as song. So, you know, Prince was deep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. Nineteen ninety-nine, and the illusion continues. One begs to ask, when will it end? Unnatural disasters happen seemingly every week. Train crashes, shootings, nuclear accidents. Is there any place of refuge one can flee from this insanity? Very few of mankind's creations are designed to make you feel good, unless you get pleasure from seeing the human body desecrated by guns, explosions, fights, and any other things these so-called artists create. In the name of freedom, many have used art as a means to destroy the human mind. As an excuse to continue, we hear, Art reflects society. How many times has this lie been repeated? Creations are not real, they say, and yet any one of these people can call to mind images and complete scenes of horror in graphic detail. They will carry these so-called unreal creations around with them for the rest of their lives. These images are now a part of their being. In the name of recreation, these people, in fact, are recreating themselves and their own images. Society then reflects art. In man's decision to further separate from God, his recreation of himself leaves him in a dysfunctional state of confusion, 
the mind becomes a burial ground for dead waste. Isolated from the wholeness of God, earth, and his fellow brothers and sisters, this man seeks solace in activities he thinks will stimulate his mind. He then begins downloading into his brain a series of man-made creations designed to destroy it. All man-made creations originate from one of two sources, the tree of knowledge or the tree of life. One of these trees contain deadly fruit, the other fruit of everlasting life. The one who disregards this fact recreates himself and his kind into extinction. You are reading these words on a machine created by man. As you read, you hear a voice speaking to you the words that you perceive. They make sense to you because you understand. Stand under the spelling. The words are what binds this spell to your illusion. When you hear the truth, like a memory, you recognize it, and this recognition releases you from all illusions. Many languages are brilliant in their attempt to confuse you. Khan meaning against, fuse meaning together. Words in their spell-binding illusions have the power to keep man separate from God. You were born in an all-knowing state of mind. The first words spoken to you begin the spell. The words come from one of two sources, the tree of knowledge or the tree of life. In ignorance or simply lack of respect for God, many use words that confuse the minds of humans and turn them into projections of their own illusions. Because of this fact, many people grow up and blindly assume their pre-selected role under a dictatorship without even being aware of it. When asked what they are doing here on earth, most will answer with statements that do not reflect their natural God-given desires. This creates a pyramid-like structure with the dictator on top and each level under it knowing less and less. Upon reaching the bottom level, which is where the majority is, you will find chaos, disorder, and illusion. With ill as its prefix, illusion is a state of insanity. In the name of democracy, supreme power is vested unto the people in this insane state instead of God. A future recreated to be ruled by man is one of isolation and despair. Returning the leadership back into God will allow mankind to achieve its original collective goal, which is union with God. Ideas contrary to this goal should not be blamed or persecuted, just simply ignored. They originated when man first chose to ignore God's rule. Simply put, in the beginning, the human was made perfect in God's image. They had no need for knowledge. They were also given freedom of choice. The tree of knowledge and the tree of life are reflections of this freedom. The human is now a reflection of their choice. They could have simply chose not to choose. God being centrifugal in nature, freedom was the cause and choice was the effect. In knowing their perfection made in God's image, there was no need to choose. In fact, there were no needs. There was only love in an all-knowing state before the fall. The worst thing you can do is give up your God-given right to choose. For in it, you can choose not to choose. Therein is the final judgment. 
the illusion ceases and you awaken from your dream. Now the healing begins. With an all-knowing mind made in God's image, you can create as your creator God intended. With love, honor, and respect for every living thing in the universe, separation ceases and we all become one being, singing the one song. I am the universe, the sun, the moon, and sea. I am.
in our being here. Abundance is the universe, but we are deceived to believe that this is not true. Therefore, we express lack instead of love. The power of words is so phenomenal. Mm. Yet people don't understand the fact behind that truth. Say so, Arlene. Absolutely. Um, One of the things that people may not realize about that song uh, that we just heard is that in and of itself, I, I, you know, I, I can feel it, but that that song itself was, in a sense, a prayer and a spell for healing. You know, so anybody who is brought, who even happens to come across the song, there is definitely an energy there, and of course, you know, words. You know, one of we we really should be more um, cautious of our words or thoughtful, maybe not cautious, but thoughtful um, about what it is that we actually say because kind of the nature of the the words itself, especially English, um, there is the vibration of the words in and of themselves that bring bring about um, creation. And even after they bring about creation, if you have that backed by emotion and the intensity of emotion, it it has this ability to, you know, cast a spell. It's one of the reasons why it's, you know, the, the whole thing with, with cursing in and of itself um, the energy of a curse in and of itself lasts for a total of about three days. It takes about three days for the the energy of the curse itself to actually dissipate. And that's just how powerful the words are. It's probably it's one of the reasons why maybe for some people they can't seem to stand. I know that my oldest boy, he can't stand to be around people who are cursing just for that reason because of the heaviness of the of the words itself. You know, that's one of the things I love about you is because of the way in which you are able to bridle your tongue. I've seen where you can be in a place that is difficult and you want to say something and and you'll find a word that is not a curse word to express. But I am so grateful to have come to a place of knowing you and the energy that you bring into my life makes me feel so honored by the love of God. And I I, I just take that moment to go ahead and drop that on you. Seeing that your birthday happens to be like this coming t- Tuesday, uh, <laughs> I, I'm just so grateful, you know. <laughs> Thank you, honey. <laughs> You're welcome. I also, um, as he was talking, uh, it dawned on me um, because, you know, people don't know me from where I come, and I'm still trying to discover the fullness of that in and of itself because I, too, am the universe, and there's a vibration that 
resonates within me that, that speaks to me of things that others have not heard or have yet to understand. And one of the things that really blew me away not too long ago is the way in which the the Bible has been attacked by so many people because of the number of translations that there are, the number of um, things that they who have not really come to understand the fullness of the power that is made manifest in the scriptural text, which is actually a living document and is not a a text that you would find on the shelf in a library of Congress or the Enoch Pratt or whatever facility that is at public use for the people as a whole. We've seen movies that show that there are libraries such as in the, the movie Doctor Strange to where there are some people who are not even allowed to enter into these libraries unless they have special credentials in order to go in to get the, the, the books that are there. Um, Dr. Um, um, Mitchell Gibson has uh, an array of material that has not really been seen by the average person, if you will. Um, so I bring that up because what crossed my mind, what, what came to me, because vibration is life and life and light, and vibration and frequency is what and how all of creation came into existence. It dawned on me that in the Anglo-Saxon lexicon that we use that is dominating the planet, the globe, there's a lot of Latin that is a part of that dynamic. And when I looked and I discovered that when we talk of witchcraft, as one may say, there are spells that are cast, that are cast in Latin, in ancient Latin at that. And this is supposed to be an uh, element of lower frequency, of uh, a darkened side, if you will. And um, I'm going to address that aspect of light and dark in a moment as well. But what crossed my consciousness is if we identify that when these spells are cast by sorcerers of sorts and witches, and it's in Latin, and then this word that comes forth that we know as Jesus is actually a Latin derivative of a Hebrew name, which is Joshua, which is actually uh, a Hebrew name of a Yeshua. What came to me was when we use the name Jesus, we're using Latin to speak to those who speak Latin 
because the demons, if they are using a language, then you have to speak to them in their language because if you're not speaking to them in their language, they're not going to understand what you're saying because you're speaking a foreign language to them. If you use Yeshua, if you use Joshua, if you're not using the language that makes them shake in their boots when you say Jesus. So I was like, wow. I said, I wonder how many people that came to because they would rather destroy the Bible than to better understand that there's a message inside the message that is brought by the messenger and the messenger and angel are one and the same because an angel is a messenger. The word angel translates as messenger and there are ten levels or, if you will, ranks of angels of which we are aware of. And we are not in the celestial realm to even understand the fullness of that. So mm-hmm. I just wanted to throw that out there. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> it, it, it actually is far more vast uh, than... Then we have, then we're able to comprehend on the planet, from my understanding. Um, and I, I suppose, you know, maybe you may want to address the fact that, um, you know, why those people are wanting to throw out this, uh, you know, throw out the the, the text of uh, the Bible, um, and and. And I guess talk about the dysfunction that has actually, you know, taken in, uh, taken place in the church, and how does how does that come to be? Uh, my my thought is, um, I, be, be, and before you go, my thought is is that the reason why it was there is because it was something that was always there. Even uh, Jesus himself. Um, actually throughout the money changers in the in the temple he had to literally kind of clean house before any type of proper healing uh, uh, took place so those those facets or those factors seem to sort of always be present and if we are to actually you know, take the take the you know the Bible um, as I guess you could say an allegorical idea of life. Not to not to say that it is clear and precise and exactly what happened, but there are so many so many symbols there and you know because of what everybody is sort of bringing to the table in terms of their understanding of what's taking place and this is one of the reasons for the dysfunction they want to feel that their way is the right way their understanding is the right understanding and because they bring that into 
you know, their faith and pass it on to others who don't quite see it the same way. And there, that doesn't make any allowances for, well, it doesn't make any allowances for other people's perceptions, other people's understanding that it it has caused uh, a rift for many. Uh, and I and even even myself, I not that I ever came across anything directly that caused me pain, you know, in in my church experience. But I do recall sitting in church and even at the age of five, just not connecting with what it was that they they were sharing with me that there was a deeper answer. And I recall asking the question, well, is this it? And through me asking that question, it took me down a path that I, I don't think I would have imagined even at the age of five. I'm completely... Yeah, well, yeah, well it's interesting because, you know... That addresses this uh, aspect of there's thieves, thieves in the temple. Um, they've always been here. They've always been here. And uh, I think it's interesting to identify that Christ came forth and when he, if I'm not mistaken, when he made the move that he did in casting out the money changers and what have you, he said that I'm about my father's business. And you guys, you've you, you made my father's house a den of thieves. And you're getting out of here. And he, he was passionate about that. You know, with his compassionate self. <laughs> <laughs> but he was passionate about that and 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 the the scary thing to me is that we as a people have lost our passion in identifying that we have been given the authority, the dominion to be guardian of the temples which have been granted unto us. You know, I know at this particular point in time, we don't have a lot of this, a lot of listeners, and that's okay for right now. But you know, sometimes you have to move on the passion that compels you to do what it does, because there's going to come a time to where these words, which are which are energy in and of itself, because sound is another aspect of energy. You good, Arlene? Yeah, I'm good. I'm okay, good. I heard I heard you moving. I I wasn't too sure what was happening. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. And sound being energy, it doesn't dissipate. It only reaches another time and space. And a lot of people don't realize that the song that we heard from Prince just now was granted to us after his death. It wasn't released until after his death. And the power that's behind that song in and of itself is really mystical. 
and people kind of miss the point. And the same thing goes for the scripture when we think about it. You know, those who wrote this this book that has stood the test of time, and then be mindful of this. This is one of the youngest of ancient texts, but it is the most prolific and universal of the ancient texts, as it is a composition of many texts that have been discovered over the years, and there are a number of iterations that have happened with this text, but we staying focused on identifying and recognizing the power of the one who has brought all things into existence. We have to trust and believe that divine order is the greater cause to every effect. And the manifestation of our thought in and of itself is the energy that brings causation forth toward the effect of the things that occur in our world today. So the thinking that people have collectively can come together to shift the dynamics of the things that are going on. But right now, we are in a space and time to where there's a lot of confusion, but as you said, con being against or without. Fusion meaning together. So it's against coming together. And the thieves in the temple will come forth and let you say and tell you that the Bible is just allegorical and it's, it's nothing more than a conglomeration of words that has been generated to give you a story that you have to look at from a metaphysical point of view. But when I look over the fullness of stories that are told, especially African folklore, has always been to bring a message. So the message is not necessarily what is to be ignored. The message is there to analyze, to capture what resonates within you because each one of us being an individual, we all have our own story and we all have our own space and time. And I cannot fit the shoes of the man that is not me. I cannot come forth with the fingerprints of somebody other than myself because out of all the people that has ever been there has never been found the same set of fingerprints on anybody. And there's over 2.2 billion people in the world. It's not seven, but I got to work my figures. But nonetheless, at this current time, there's nobody on the planet that has the exact same fingerprints as I. But then when you look over the eons, there has been no discovery that anybody has the same fingerprints 
So we each have our own individualized story, vibration, and energy to bring together a wholeness of a body that has yet to be fully understood because we are the universe. And when I think about the human body and I think about the cells of the human body and how that began, I am in a state of awe because you have the egg and the sperm that came together. These are two individual cells that come together to create one cell. And when they come together to create themselves, there's an energy that is made manifest within this cause that brings an effect that causes that one cell to go into a state of mitosis, which allows that cell, that one cell, to be instructed to divide, not to separate, but to multiply and the multiplication process begins at that point to create the embryo that creates the fetus that creates the child. And now you have a child that is composed of millions and billions of cells, each having their own instruction, each having its own purpose, each having its unified aspect of instruction as the heart cannot be the kidney and the lungs cannot be the brain and the eye cannot be the butthole. (laughs) 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 But but you follow what I'm saying, right? I I get you. Yeah, all of this is by divine design. And so is all things. So when thieves come in, they don't care where they kick. Just as long as they hurt you, they're trying to separate you. They're trying to separate you from God. It, took, it, it, was, it was an experience I had in the church that, that dawned on me that all Satan wants to do is separate you from God. And that's what happened when we look at the, the biblical story of when the angels was cast out of heaven and there was this one angel who was known as an archangel named Lucifer. He was a part of the whole. He was a part of the heavenly realm. But he chose to stand in opposition to divine order. And they weren't having that up there. And so the archangel Michael had to stand against him, and there was a battle in heaven. And that battle in heaven ensued, and Michael, the archangel, who is the chief angel, cast Satan out, that, that, that dragon, down onto the earth. Now, if that's what he did, and that's where he was cast to, 
isn't he still here? Nobody said that he left. So it makes you wonder, who's playing games with our mind? Which is, to me, the first temple. I I found a scripture here that says, what agreement, and and those who wish to look it up, it's uh, 2 Corinthians. And, and, And let me clarify what I'm saying. The Spirit had brought me to this scripture of which I am to share with you guys. It's 2 Corinthians 6, 16. And it says this, What agreement is there between the temple of God and idols? For we are, for we are, for we are the temple of the living God. As God has said, I will live with them and walk among them, and I will be their God, and they will be my people. Therefore, come out from them and be separate, says the Lord. Touch no unclean thing, and I will receive you. I will be a father to you, and you will be my sons and daughters, says the Lord Almighty. Now, I believe Spirit brought me to that aspect of the scripture because if we don't accept it as truth, then we have to accept it as its opposite, which is a lie. Now, with all of what has supposedly happened with the scripture, the manipulations of man, and what have you, why was that not cast out of here? Yet, it talks about separation. Yet, we talk about a separation that is designed by Satan. But then we talk about here where he says, come out from them and be separate. Because you have to not partake with the thieves if you want to remain clean. So this is a series that we are entering into when we talk about thieves in the temple because right now they're messing with our mind. I I, I hear Bob Marley in the background of my consciousness singing a redemption song. And he says, in that song, only our something can free our minds. I will come back to that later, and we'll get that in the library too. Huh? No, well, it's already it's already here. Do you want me to play it? Oh, really? Oh, right. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> Play that, play that. <laughs> Yay. 
Rabbi Sold I to the merchant ships Minutes after they took I From the bottom lifted But my hands was made strong By the end of the Almighty We forward in this generation Triumphantly Won't you help to sing These songs of freedom Cause all I ever have Redemption songs Redemption songs Emancipate yourselves from mental slavery None but ourselves can free our minds Have no fear for atomic energy Cause none of them can stop the time How long shall they kill our prophets While we stand aside and look Some say it's just a part of it We've got to fulfill the book Won't you help to sing These songs of freedom Cause all I ever had Redemption songs Redemption songs Redemption Yourself from mental slavery, none but ourselves can free our mind. Oh, have no fear for atomic energy, cause none of them are gonna stop at the time. How long shall they kill our prophets while we stand aside and look? Yes, some say it's just part of it, we've got to fulfill the book, won't you help to sing, these songs of freedom, is all I ever had, redemption songs, all I ever had, redemption songs. Songs of freedom Songs of freedom Emancipate yourself from mental slavery None but ourselves can free our minds None but ourselves can free our minds. So who are the guardians of the temple? Who but you and I? Oh, that sounds like poetry. Somebody needs to write that down. (laughs) (laughs) So 
I'm going to add this portion and, and move on with uh, what I have before me here. It says, since we have these promises, dear friends, let us purify ourselves from everything that contaminates body and spirit, perfecting holiness out of reverence for God. Make room for us in your hearts. We have wronged no one. We have corrupted no one. We have exploited no one. I do not say this to condemn you. I have said before that you have such a place in our hearts that we should live or die with you. I have great confidence in you, pride in you. I am greatly encouraged. In all our troubles, my joy knows no bounds. Because, oh, that's the end of the quote. That was uh, chapter 7 of Second Corinthians. And I read from the beginning of the 7th chapter up to the 5th verse. And I share that because we have to clearly put, put yourself on mute, Arlene, please. Thank you, dear. We, we have to clearly understand that it is the vibration of positive consciousness that allows us to have the liberation, that allows us to have the power, that allows us to have dominion over negativity, over the evil, over the corruption, over the exploitation that's going on in this world. But we have to do like they did in the movie um, Nightmare on Elm Street. We have to ignore the negativity and accentuate the positivity. And I say that in this manner. What you focus on concentrates. What you focus on, you give energy to. The sneaky aspect of the diabolical plan is to use your energy against you, against me. So if I stay focused on the negativity that's going on in the world today, and if I stay focused on the negative past of the hurt and the, the, the disgust, all I'm doing is fueling the energy of negativity. But if I stay focused on recognizing sugar as opposed to that which is not sweet, then I add energy to the sugar. Oh, let me share with you what sugar actually means. Because, you see, there was a vibration going on a few years ago that said, cream, get the money, dollar, dollar bills, y'all, because cash rules everything around me. And that's what cream stood for. Cash rules everything around me. Cream, get the money, dollar, dollar bills, y'all. Y'all need to understand that there is an energy that is made manifest, that is created when we bring cause to that action, when we bring our energy that is pure, that is 
free from corruption, then we not only emancipate ourselves from mental slavery, but we emancipate ourselves from all slavery. Sugar did an acronym, and I I prayed to God to ask to to ask what 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 is it that we need to do to change the minds of people to understand that it's impossible for cash to rule everything around me when God is the ruler of all things. And he told me, sugar. And I was, what does that mean, Lord? And he told me, succeed understanding God's absolute reign. Succeed understanding God's absolute reign. Therefore, Nothing has any power over you. Nothing. When you come to recognize that you are the body, God lives inside of you. God is all things. Just as the body itself has been created from that one cell, magically, if you will, began a transformation process of multiplicity for expansion and fuller expression. That's exactly what God did. And he expresses himself through you. He expresses herself through me. The expression of God is what we are here to do. But if we stay locked up in the negative consciousness of the things that are going on around us, we're not serving God. We're serving something else. And so if you're going to be afraid, and if you believe that fear is supposed to be your thing, well, don't be afraid of anything but God. Because if you fear anything other than God who loves you, who cares for you, who is your all in all, if you fear anything, then you're taking something away from God that belongs to God. You see, we have to be cautious when we look at our scripture, and we have to pray when we are reading this book, which is a book of code. So when people tell you about the Da Vinci Code, that was just an artist expression of trying to bring to your connection, the realization that this life in which we live at this current day and time is filled with codes, and you have to have the right connection in order to decipher the codes. So when you read the scripture, you have to pray, and when you pray, you allow the Holy Spirit, as one calls them, some call it infinite intelligence. But whatever name you wish to give, that which is the greater consciousness of all consciousness to be the fullness of all things, make manifest in you what is required to come to a better understanding of your mission, your purpose, and what you are to do, then you can transform the world. So succeed understanding God's absolute reign. Don't let the negativity of the world break, capture your focus and distract you from being the energetic expression of what God has brought you to be. 
you know, we have been told that money is evil. And we have been deceived in believing a lot of things because the thieves want you to believe that because if they can trick you into believing a lie, then you will accept the lie and you will allow them to take the money. Because, you see, that's where the con man come in. Now we talk about confusion. Hey, I'm going to tell you all something. Something came to me the other day when I thought of this consciousness of lack. Now, stay mindful that hate and love cannot dwell in the same space. Night, light and dark cannot dwell in the same space. I opened up a fortune cookie one day because I had a conscious question about the darkness that's going on in the world and how people can live in this manner. And I'm telling you, it's crazy how messages can come to you from the strangest places. Now, this was my question to the universe. This was my question within myself that I did not ask anybody else, but the universe heard what I was going through within myself because we are the universe. You heard the song earlier. So I go to a Chinese store I've never been to before. It's a Chinese store that sells sushi and Chinese food, so Japanese and Chinese food at this store I've never been to before. I don't even know how I got there. I was like, I need some Chinese food, and I was like, let me go there. The name of the Chinese store was Grace. I don't know nobody. Well, I'll take that back. There are some Chinese people named Grace, but that's not a Chinese name. But then Jesus is not a Hebrew name either, okay? Because another thing that people would like to say, I sound like I'm going all over the place, but I'm not. A lot of things that people say, you have to be careful of what you're listening to because in the Hebrew language, there is no J. Okay, so how did the word Jesus pop up? Well, I explained that earlier in this conversation. Nonetheless, I go to this Chinese store. I get my Chinese food. I open up my Chinese cookie. And I have in my mind still this thought about this thing about darkness. And when I open up this fortune cookie, the fortune cookie tells me these words. It said, if I'm not mistaken, because it's been a while, it said, all the darkness in the world cannot extinguish the light of one single candle. All the darkness in the world cannot extinguish the light of one single candle. So, love, if you dare, come and save me from all this cold despair. I can hang when you're around, but I'll surely die if you're not there. So listen to me closely. I ask this question. So, what is measure? How do you measure? We come to a place 
and and we want to measure that which is in abundance, and we want to measure out this, and we want to measure out that, and and we get to a place to where we want to ration things, and and you know there's not enough of this or not enough of that. So in the work in which I do, cross a lot of bottles, a lot of plastic bottles, and there's water in these bottles. There was a time where water was free. There was a time the way you can get water from anywhere, and it was okay. But it's gotten to a place to where you have to buy water. Now, of all the water that there is, there's only a certain amount of water that is within this planet Earth, okay? It's not going to go outside of this atmosphere. It's going to stay right here. From what I understand, it can't go no place outside of this planet. So if water is trapped in a plastic bottle, it can't come out. Imagine this. Outside of Earth's atmosphere, where can water be found? What if the plan insidious to trap water for an unseen purpose, it would turn back into a vapor if it wasn't trapped in the bottle. Hmm. Interesting. So if we ever come across a time to where all of a sudden water is the greatest commodity and now you have to pay an arm and a leg to get it, it's because we've allowed thieves to come into the temple and bottle up water because polluted it in the first place. You see corruption and exploitation is real. So I thought about this. Listen closely. Do not confuse opposites with absence. You see, left is not right. In is not out. Black is not white. These cannot be measured. They just are. These appear as opposites, yet hot. Is it not the opposite of cold? So then riddle me this. If a thermometer measures heat and a spectrometer measures light, can dark be measured? Hmm. Let's open the lines for that one. Anybody? Anybody want to want to take a shot at that? Even you, Arlene. Am I? Am I here? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you are. Yes, yeah. I know. Are. I asked you to mute your line because there was some movement, and I could I could hear all kinds. Of, and you know, I love you. You know, I want us to be as, uh, what they say, as 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 much Excellent. in excellence as possible. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I throw that to our audience. Um, what 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 say ye? The question again: Can darkness or cold be measured? 
I would say yes. Mm-hmm. And I okay, so as far as I'm concerned, darkness is darkness. However, there are I have noticed that there are varying degrees of darkness. And when we are getting to a place where more people are coming to like okay, now, for this is going to say, this may sound woo woo to some people, but the energy in which we're getting from the sun has actually spiked up considerably in order to get human beings to evolve faster because, you know, um, humans are a little bit slow in terms of progress, resistant to change. Um, and so what happened is that you found a lot of people who were coming into an awakening, uh, you know, um, coming into an awakening, coming to the realization that the way things that they had been living in the matrix, they, they were given, um, which, which was it? Was it the red pill or the blue pill? Which pill was it? It was a pill. The re- it was a pill. <laughs> okay, so in the... That's the only answer I got. <laughs> okay. So you're, you're, you're given a pill. We were, we were force-fed a, a pill that caused an awakening in many people. And so you're finding that a lot of people are maybe around you uh, have come into this awareness that, you know the way they have been living is not necessarily the best. So here's what I know or what I have observed. It's not, I had come to this place of understanding that I really needed to change my idea and conception about money, that I really needed to educate myself. Because the people who are in positions of power, in positions of influence to influence people on mass, are taking us down a road that is destructive. Literally, what I had observed, like during this time when when the the energy of the sun has spiked, causing a lot of all of these people to have this opening, I noticed darker shows. I noticed that the music was becoming more, it was deeper in the bass and getting people to be in that place of, of the, of the, um, you know, of the root chakra. And, and I, I noticed it, noticed this pattern with the, the music and the media and what have you. And, and just so you know, ladies and gentlemen, one of the things, uh, you know, even Prince said it, uh, both Prince and Marvin Gaye talked about you have to be kind of mindful of what it is that you are putting into your consciousness. But I had noticed that the consciousness that was coming through these different forms of media was getting darker and more depraved, and it was in order to counteract what was taking place naturally in in the the consciousness 
of the human being, I could actually, you know, in, in a more tangible way, observe the, the war going on in, in more of, like you could say, the spiritual realm. And, and it, it has an interesting way of playing itself out on the physical plane. Even with the introduction of this this guy that is supposedly running the country in the United States and literally taking us uh, taking the consciousness of those people who were less enlightened when they first got here um, and taking their consciousness back into it and drawing them back into their darkness and drawing them back into their darker nature um, because it was more or less comfortable. So there, it, it, and I've, what I've noticed is that there's this fluctuation and also with the bombardment of seeing people who are dark skinned that look like me um, and look like my children and, and the, the police getting away from it. That is a that in itself. When we are in that place of being really emotional about these particular issues, it takes us into a dark place. So understand that there there is a war going on. There is a war for your consciousness. There is a war for your consciousness. It is war for your attention, and there is you know it is insidious. And so, when I came to that realization that the fools or the thieves in the temple are trying to uh, corrupt the temple of my mind. I was like, you know what? It is time for me to get on my money game and come into a place where I, I have, uh, I take control of the type of media that I would like to see put out there in the world. You know, love is the cure. Love is the answer. It's the only answer to what we are seeing right now. And you know, if it you know, if it wasn't the answer, if it wasn't the answer, the other side would not be fighting so hard to bring in a darker energy into our consciousness. You know, we, you know, the the stuff that you see on television, the dysfunction, you really need to at some point separate yourself for it because it destroys your consciousness. There is a creative energy that takes place when you are watching dark shows, when you are listening to energy, the, the music that has this sort of dark consciousness about shooting, gangbanging, and all of that stuff. You know, if that that's that's not really who you are. That's not who the creator created you to be. You're supposed to be up leveling. You're not supposed to be waiting down there in the darkness like that. And the and the thing is is that you're probably not even conscious of the fact that it's taking place. So yes, there is a bit of a measurement that's taking place. Uh, of the darkness, but darkness is darkness, regardless of what it is. It's just that you get bombarded with it even more, more so, um, you know, now when, when there just seems to be a, a rising of the consciousness. And mind you, somebody is benefiting from you wallowing in that, that place of you being in the darkness. Somebody is feeding off of your energy. Yes, yes. 
you're you're right in so many ways, but I got I got something to say. All right, so you guys, you, you know, y'all with King, and and King's gonna come from a totally different place. I have alternate sight, so I see things differently. So I try to bring it to your attention so you can be better aware of the vibration that's coming to me. Because if it's coming to me, you, you can mute again, Colleen. Thanks. If it's coming to me, it's coming to me to share. Because what other reason would it be coming to me for? Huh. Why would it be coming to you if it's not to share? It's something to think about. So now, as Arlene was saying, thought is the deal here. So when I looked up the word temple, what I found is says a place. Now check this. Thought of as holy. Okay? Now, the average mind wouldn't see that as I see that. Now, this is how I see this. Temple, a place, thought of as holy. So if you allow your thoughts to be holy, you have to place temple. Okay? Now, what I thought was interesting about that is that it also shared that it said the temple is any of the three successive houses of worship in the city of peace. Okay? Now, get this. The first place was the temple that Solomon built. Okay? Solomon is known as the wisest man ever to be on the planet and the richest king ever. Okay, now, there was another temple that was built after Solomon, and it was built by a king named Zerubbabel. Now, I didn't have the time to actually look up the word Zerubbabel, but I'm going to because, you see, as we have stated earlier, there's messages and power in words. Now, those first two kings were Hebrew kings, okay? Now, a lot of people believe that the Hebrew in and of itself was a race of dark people. They believe that, well, we'll get into that some other time. The third house of worship was an expansion of the second house by a king named Herod. Now, those who are Bible scholars know that Herod was the king that was afraid that someone was going to take his kingdom. And so there was a lot of violence going on. This was the king that put out a decree to kill every child under the age of two years old. Every male child, he wanted them slain because he didn't want this child to grow up to take over the kingdom. But the thing is, is Herod was not Hebrew. Herod was a Roman. And when the Hebrews came under 
Roman rule, which is what's going on now. There's the whole church thing right now is under Roman rule for the most part, but we'll get into that as we continue to go into our um, series of thieves in the temple. That second temple was an expansion. I'm sorry, the third temple was an expansion of the second temple that was connected to the Hebrew aspect. Yet, the Sadducees and the Pharisees were shifted. The Sadducees was replaced of their priestly duties. These were the guys that was there before the Pharisees. The Pharisees was the guys that came in when the, the Roman rule kicked in. And so that led to an increased demand for Jewish freedom from Roman rule when we started seeing that there was products of violent outbreaks and riots that's actually the Freddie Gray experience. So who's here to protect the temples now? You know, we are in a strange place right now, and there's thieves all over the place, and no one is standing up like they are to. You know, do we allow the thieves to enter in and then thieve and abandon the temple to the thieves? There's your mind. There's your three bodies, your emotional body, your mental body, your other body. I forgot which one that was, but that's okay. Because we're, we're going to come back at you because I know we're running out of time. <laughs> but we're going to move forward real quick because we're going to get back to the question about... Uh, okay, so all of that stuff I just brought forth is just the uh, extrapolation of the consciousness of thought when you think about the place, thought of as holy. So bring your thoughts to a place of holiness to bring the cleansing that is necessary to be focused on the good so that you can eliminate the negativity. Okay, accentuate, accentuate, accentuate the positive to eliminate the negative. So when you fill the house with love, you automatically push out the negativity. The riddle was, can darkness be measured? Now, check this. There is that which is present and that which is absent. So there is the presence or the absence of a thing. So if measurement is to measure the presence of something... What are we measuring? Are we measuring the presence of something or the absence of something? So let's go to the thermometer. If we are measuring the temperature, we are measuring the intensity, the amount of the temperature, the amount of heat that is present. The more the thermometer goes down and continues to go down, 
and continues to go down. It continues to go down. What we are actually measuring is the absence of heat with the spectrometer. The brighter it is, the more light there is. So the higher intensity of light, the higher the spectrometer is reading the measurement of light. But as the spectrometer continues to go down and continues to go down and gets lower, we are actually measuring the absence of light. Same goes for love. If we measure the presence of love and love's intensity is of such a degree to where it is just everywhere and everybody's feeling this bliss and this love and this joy and this compassion and all these good things cannot be hate. There cannot be violence. But if the love continues to go down and go down and go down, then we are measuring the absence of love. You see, the presence of heat, the presence of light, the presence of love is the presence of God. What we want is the intensity of light to increase, the intensity of love to increase. You say, Prince said, I feel like I'm looking for my soul, like a poor man looking for gold. Forces from the sky say rely on your friends, on your best friends to pull you through. But even if I wanted to, I couldn't really truly because my only friend is you. Who is you? You is love. Can you dig it? That's who you are. That's who you need to express. That's need. That's the need. Because love is in need of love today. Oh, my goodness, I think you got that song, too. But it's almost 9 o'clock. And so relationships of hatred, death, murder, that's what's kicking me in my heart. That's what's tearing me all apart. Because you and me could have been a work of art if these people wasn't out here slaying our brothers and sisters as they're doing don't you know I'm holding on the best that I can? Love, please help me be the better man. You were supposed to take care of me. But somebody lied. We are supposed to be the ones to protect the temple. But instead, we ran out and left the others inside of there. How can you be handling your responsibility of protecting the temple when your back is turned? Face the temple. Seek that and face it. And know when you face, when you're face to face to the thief, he's going to run because he doesn't have the courage that you have. As long as you stay connected to God and the power that he has that you are the representation. You are 
the manifestation. You are the expression of the one who brought you to be who you are. Stop playing with yourself and get yourself together. The thieves ain't got no business there. What you say, Arlene? <laughs> I, I I agree with you. And what song would you like to end with? Well, we talked about spirit. I think that might be good. Spirit? Okay. So people, yeah, yeah, from um, R. Kelly. Yeah. Okay. So people, so we're, next... gonna, we're gonna bid you all love. Yeah. Love and peace, yeah. darling. I'm gonna let you close us out. All right. Namaste. Uh, namaste. And um, make sure that you stay tuned next week when uh, Healing Paradigms comes on and we will be talking about uh, the things you can take with you. Peace and blessings, everyone. I can see my destination. I can hear my call No more hesitation Mm. This time I'm going for all Cause I know where this road leads to And therefore I will Elevation 